This episode is recorded on May 30. Good morning, evening, wherever you are. Welcome to the weekly podcast Unknowns of COVID. I'm your host Mohit Rathod from Toronto. In this series of podcast I will talk about some facts of COVID-19 which is unknown. In the start of the episode I will talk about things that happened during the week. This week total cases recorded in Ontario reached 27500. 2/3 of the total cases considered resolved. Total cases in Canada crosses 90000 mark. But the big news in this week was the death of george floyd we can't imagine something would have happened that could you know pass the covid-19 news so on 25th may a man named george floyd was accidentally killed by a police officer a lot of protest going on in united states and as well as canada because of this incident people all over usa and canada are protesting for black lives matters In the first episode of Unknowns of Covid we will talk about the unknown facts of Canadian health system how fragile it was how was it affected in this pandemic we heard this term flatten the curve many times during 2 3 months Canada has 1.95 acute care hospital beds per 1000 people as of 2020 March WHO said the average should be around 5 beds per 1000 people we are way below that through the 1970s 80s and 90s challenging medical technology practice causes the number of care beds per capita in every developed nation but the cause of decline since those years is a failure of funding levels to keep up with the population growth despite spending more on healthcare than most other developed countries canada has a relatively short supply of doctors and hospital beds In 2017, which was latest comparable data, Canada's healthcare spending is nearly 11.1% of total GDP, which is second highest behind Switzerland. Let me tell you a small story. So, what happens is in March, in end of the March, there was a lockdown, and and we all were told to stay home, and all thing happened. So, when the colleges and schools are closed and classes were being online i i thought this situation is not worth paying attention so i went out and play with my friends i went for photo shoots and all so what happens is uh, one day when i came back i i feel fever and my, my roommate was very worried about me so i sort of feel sore throat a uh, sore throat and uh, uh, you know almost all the symptoms of covid-19 the other day on on i remember on the 1st of april i fell down while brushing my teeth and fainted so my roommate called 911 they came they like uh, so so sorry so initially when when my friend called them and uh, told them that uh, my roommate is uh, not well and uh, you should have uh, you know taste him and all so they just uh, denying it Uh, they they keep denying it and told that we don't uh, you, you don't need need to that he 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 don't need uh, any testing he is fine 
so then this happened i fell down and then 911 came and i they they took me to the hospital so it took like 6 to 7 hours when i was in the hospital they they not even i don't know if they tasted me or not but uh, they're like they they did uh, uh, blood test and urine test and uh, x ray so yeah and they don't they didn't even uh, give me any results they just told me that uh, you are fine you are good to go but initially provinces failure to provide more beds for more residents it is not possible to increase the number of beds in each hospitals by 1% moreover a new buildings benefit whether in decreased wait times or in improved care time to to be felt overall it is not a bad system despite canada's strained healthcare resources we have decent healthcare outcomes canadians born today can expect to live 82 years which is 3 and a half year longer than their american counterparts yet covid-19 is about to reveal just how fragile the system is if covid-19 takes hold in canada every failing of our healthcare system insufficient infrastructure long wait times doctor shortage will be highlighted Canadian governments have some hard choices to make. Publicly funded healthcare systems are more efficient and equitable than privately funded ones, and that the federal government is in a better position to raise additional revenue than the provinces and territories. So in a long run, when economy has recovered, our provincial government and federal government will more li- more likely to improve their healthcare systems. Thank you for tuning in. I'm Mohit Rathod. See you next week.